to me. Like the mustache is the worst part of the beard. Really? It's it's the yogurt. You get like crumbs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yogurt. Yeah, I did that this like, morning. It's, it's the lip tickler. It's mm-hmm. the, yeah, it's the worst part the of the crumb mustache. catcher from the top. Welcome once again, Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. This week on Chill Filtered, we're drinking a very special pour, a pour from 15 years ago uh, that was released 15 years ago, and it's about a 13-year-old. We're drinking Four Roses 40th Anniversary Limited Edition Single Barrel, specifically Barrel 17-1A from Four Roses. Uh, it's 50 warehouse 55 55 52 proof or 52% alcohol and so that's what we're drinking today but before we get into the whiskey before Uh we get into anything what's one way you can support us patreon.com slash chill filtered we are still working our way up to (laughs) take care of our our we're not at a point where yeah like we've said this before we're not at a point where we're really like making any money but we are reinvesting into drink alongs and what that t- entails so uh, if you want to be part of a drink along just make sure you hop on to patreon.com slash chill filtered where you can drink along with us and we courier you your samples so uh that's the business robbie i'm kind of out of breath i like ran upstairs right before this well so. this is it's it's a bit of a crazy episode we uh um, we were gonna record yesterday yeah and then we were switching to today and i was all set to like record have time yesterday because my wife was like well i'll do one of my crock pot meals mm-hmm. and stuff and i was like sweet and, and actually mm-hmm. like it's the first week of school for us and the buses actually came on time and i got all nice. my kids on the bus and i was i was out i was i could have been out the door and home by 320 like yesterday nice today was not that case. round and round yeah today was not the case my our my last bus was late yeah. and luckily all my students were like i'm just calling my parents and oh, i was like yeah we'll come get you had they not done that i'd still be at work oh rough and then the twins yeah and then i so when we say let's stop and take a walk i will actually be taking a walk i gotta walk yeah. down the block mm-hmm. and uh, get the girls off the bus so twins started kindergarten this week man oh uh, how are they doing they're, uh they're doing great with school loving it they have good things to say um i'm waiting for a butt. but they're they're tired they're tired oh, though, totally so i'm looking forward to tomorrow let them get a nap mm-hmm. and hopefully we kind of reset a little bit but yeah. they're, they're loving it they're doing a great job and it's really cute it's so wow, much fun. it's a big deal to be in school all day it is well yeah and they, you know they jump straight into it without like really nice. doing daycare they, they did like daycare full day like yeah once a week for like a month or so and then mm-hmm. we are like we got to lock down before we get covid and cancel our mexico trip mm-hmm. so um so yeah, it's a big deal for them. Mara started seventh grade. Wow, and she's like looking so mature. She's a young lady for sure. Young lady, and like I don't know, life's pretty good. It's my it's Friday. We're on a Friday into the yeah. week, and I I will say this: as lucky as I am to be mm. able to have summers, I kind of like when school starts because Fridays hit different, right? Yeah, like it just feels so different. I'm like oh, I I got the weekend. Got yeah. college football starting up tomorrow. Nebraska is kicking off. Uh. 10 30 tomorrow morning mountain standard time in nice. ireland versus Northwestern. so hopefully by the time this comes out nebraska is undefeated wow um we're not, yeah. we're not i'm not really holding my breath for like it's i mean if it's a good showing every but we have a losing record i'm not gonna be too happy this year you should I just get behind home. a good college or something oh really five national championships isn't good enough for you not in a while the most consecutive home sellout streak Oh, that's, years that's for sure. But that's not good enough for you. Quality. The, high, the co- collegiate football team with the highest graduating number of football players isn't good for you? Good enough? Oh, wow. No, that's pretty yeah. good. You jerk. We should just... Uh, who's better? Wisconsin or Nebraska? In, in what regard? Football. Give me one metric of football. Uh, National wins. championship? Nebraska. Heisman Trophy wins. winners? Nebraska. All-time wins, Nebraska. Really? Recent wins, recent wins, Wisconsin. (laughs) I don't know anything about college football. I don't even know. I couldn't name you one player in college football. You know, I have a hard time naming. Like, I don't get a focus on it like I usually do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know players as well. I just, I'm just excited it's back. You know what else? Oh, you know what else happened to me this week that Mm -hmm. was great? Was this? 
Uh, I got to hang out with a true baller. True baller. John Oliver. He nice. should not be named Voldemort Hughes. That's fun. Uh, yeah. What day? Yeah. So uh, Monday. He, nice. Yeah. He, uh, he rolled in town Monday, and I was like, "That's." Did like, you guys go somewhere? Yeah, I went down to Barbacoa. Nice. Uh, picked him up in the old. Any good whiskey at Barbacoa? Band. What's that? Any good whiskey at Barbacoa? Uh, I had a lot of whiskey. John was just drinking like fruity drinks with like uh, umbrellas in them. Apparently, his uh, whole like I love whiskey thing is a sham. Sham. No. Uh, yeah, no. I think uh, I can't remember what he had, but I had a Knob Creek. Um, it was a Knob Creek. I think nine year single barrel. Does that okay. sound right? Yeah, Does that sound sounds right. right. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed that. It was delicious. Nice. And then I got a uh, EHT rye, which I've never had, and it's a good it one. Was just, it, well, I was oh, really? disappointed in it. Yeah, I was, you know, I was expecting it's not a candy something. rye. It's a full body rye, from what I remember. It wasn't super, like, and there wasn't, I mean, it was, it just nothing hit. They say that the certain the like, flavor um, profile for rye me. content on the rye Mashville is pretty low. Maybe. So maybe it was more like that. a bourbon. Yeah. So anyway, but I'd never had it and they had it on there. And I can't remember what John drank, but it was pretty funny though because they do like, uh, you know, buy one, get one free on their happy hour. Mm-hmm. Nice. It used to be every whiskey, every wine bottle. Um, mm-hmm. So I was asked the guys, like, what's what's the price? And he goes, oh, $15. And I said, oh, okay. So I'll take the Knob Creek 9 uh, single barrel. And he goes, oh, okay. And then he comes back a little bit and he goes, so that Knob Creek 9 is $16. So you can't get the buy one, get free. So I had him pour you some just regular Knob Creek. And John what? and I are both like, no, no that's, not, that's not what we meant. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for trying to save me a buck, but yeah. that's not what we'll I take want. The, we'll take what you poured, but yeah, we're not going to pay yeah. for that. Yeah. No, we got, we got some of the tableside guac, which was delicious. Nice. And I get to go there again this Saturday. You know why? Because it is Chelsea's uh, birthday. Nope, because I left my credit card there. Nice. So, <laughs> stopped to get gas on the way home. I'm like, oh, better oh, call and make sure it's there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. So anyway, there's my week in a nutshell. This is me in a going, nutshell. Oh no, I'm stuck in a nutshell. What is that from? Is that Austin Powers? Couldn't tell you. I think so yeah. Anyway, I uh, I remember going there last time we went there, and I got some uh, seasoned wood. Or no, 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 yeah, some seasoned wood. Um, <clears throat> and then I got a whiskey. Um, <laughs> and um, Don't it was delicious. Rude. Yes. Um, so we were at a training this week and the person that was facilitating this training was talking about like mm-hmm. a, a personality inventory thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the areas you get scored in is like, I can't remember the word for it, but it starts with a D. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, if you're a D and like, he just kept saying like, if you're a D and you, you need to see a D, you need to say this to it. And, like, and I was like, I, I was in the back. You're like, keep like, it to yourself, Robbie. There are a couple of folks I know. You're like, keep it to like, yourself, dead low. Like, Shut up, guys. Like, if we break the break the dam on this one, we can't get these waters back. And yeah, that's for sure. I'll have HR all up in me. Yeah. On me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway. But how you doing, man? How's your week been? It's uh, It's been good. Uh, I survived. Um, yeah. or, no, no, no that was it. We are, I already survived that. We recorded last Sunday. So I did well with Beck this week or the Let's weekend try. where I was watching her alone. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then... Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. There was one thing I wanted to bring up. Oh, um, uh, uh, I'm forgetting now. But yeah, it was a good week. Um, this oh, week. Man. See, this is where vintage coal would have come in handy, where you had notes about your. Yeah, week. Where I was like, talk about <laughs> this coal. But I like, I had something, and then I lost it. But either way, you, you, I'll tell you what you lost. You kind of mm. lost your beard. You kind of just got. It's like, oh yeah, it's, it did. I trimmed it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah you kind of got like mostly goatee with some. It's like goatee wings. Yeah. yeah, you trimmed a lot. Flapping those wings. Yeah, did a fly no. just fly by your mic? No, did it? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Did you hear something? I heard a. Oh, weird! It, it might have been my beard touching the mic or something. Mm, um, but it's just been good. Work's been pretty chill, um, but it's been fun with Beck. Beck's just talking it up, walking it up, having a good old time, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's just been like <laughs> chill. I, I have yeah. like nothing to add this week, but uh, all right. I did. Let me think. Yeah, I'm sip. I'll tell you what. I'm entry buzzing. Maybe that'll that maybe that'll jog the old man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to my friend Daniel Elliott, who 
uh, got me, uh, just me, a sample of uh, Four Roses uh, barrel proof or a single barrel barrel strength of OBSF. Uh, so I'm excited to. Which is be short for that if you've listened to previous episodes, OBSF stands for Oh Boy San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You would know that if you listened to our prior episodes talking yes. about Four Roses. So, um, but I'm excited to drink what we're drinking today. I actually got some great history. Perfect. Um, so I don't know. Should we, uh, you know, let's don't force it, man. Should we? Yeah. We should get in. You had it? a boring week. Don't force yeah. the fun. Yeah, don't force the no fun. fun here on this man bun. Yeah. There's no fun in this man bun. Would you ever have a man bun? If you could, if you grew, if you, no. could, you have hair, so you yeah. could grow it longer. My hair and my hair is like very curly too. So could you get away with long hair in your field? What's that? Could you get away with long hair at work? I could. Yeah. No, I could probably wear like gauges at work. So you would Um, never. You would never do man bun. No, I don't like growing my hair out. It gets too curly. Too. I think I could do a man bun just because like the thin part would be Mm -hmm. covered by the hair from the back and the sides, and it might look all right. Yeah, it's like a comb over, but like the opposite of a comb over. Just pull it all to one section. A bun under. A bun over. A comb or a bun right over the the area that's thinning. <laughs> so here's so the thing: like people will be drawn to that instead of a lack of hair. I remember when like man buns were a thing, mm. and I was like, I was like, I feel like, like you could have rocked like, a man bun. I, you know, if I was born ten years later, I might have gone for it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I I kind I don't I, I don't I don't see why I don't like it. Yeah. Right. Have you ever had long hair? Uh, long-ish, like uh-huh. emo-y hair. Yeah, yeah. I've seen your emo-y hair. Yeah. So, at least in pictures. If, if I had a full, like knowing now, uh-huh. if I knew now what I no, if I knew then what I knew now, yeah, I'd be like, it's going away, brother. I just I yeah. would be like full locks. You ever consider like trimming it really short, all of it? I, I that Chelsea has her finger on that trigger. I told her, you really? tell me, yeah. I was like, you're the, like to me, like honestly, I'm at a point. I drive a minivan, mm-hmm. right? Like my pride. I've been driving a minivan for ten years now. Like I have no pride in my. Appearance, There's none left. Right? No dignity. You know, so it's one of the things that I told Chelsea. I'm like, at some point, you're the one that's got to look at me. You let mm-hmm. me know when that trigger is pulled, and it is short so, and short. Is she hesitant? Uh she's she, I, she says I look fine. She's either right nice now. or hesitant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I brought it like, up to Heather one time. I was like, what if I just like trimmed it like buzzer setting and just did the beard? And she didn't like that at all. Yeah. I think, well, I think when she, when Chelsea gets older, she'll be, cause that's like, she's younger than me. So she's like, like mm-hmm. that's an, that's an old man, a cool old man's haircut. Yeah. Right? You're a cool old know. man. 40 something. Not that man. old. 42 man. Yeah. But you were, uh, wait, funny. so I thought you were born in 79, 81. Okay, so I'm yeah, you, yeah, no, I mean, you had the one one away from 80, mm-hmm. which is so That's you're true. one off instead of the two off, which is yeah. the kind of rounding we did with uh Connor from Who Gives a Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but during the, like COVID wise, I was like, Chelsea, we're not going anywhere, we're not doing anything like the, uh, like in March yeah. 2020. I was like, why don't you just shave it? We'll see how it looks. And she was like, no, I don't want you. Oh, like, oh, okay. Nice. So I'm not doing that. All right, man. Yeah. Any other hairstyles you want to talk about? I wish I could just do a mustache. Heather won't let you. I got a coworker in the actuarial department who just rocks a mustache and a um, mullet. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'd go the mullet route, uh, but I just kind of want a mustache and Heather won't let me. Yeah. I uh, I always do the mustache, like when it's like, beard is out of control and i'm just kind of mm-hmm. tired of it like beginning of summer heat yeah i'll go for the mustache mm-hmm. and i don't like i don't like having it too much like the mustache is the worst part of the beard really it's it's the yogurt get, like catcher, crumbs man. in it yeah, yeah. yeah yogurt it's, yeah i did that this like, morning it's, it's the lip tickler it's mm-hmm. yeah it's the worst part the of the crumb mustache. catcher from the top now, when you're eating food upside down is it the funniest part of the of the beard absolutely the part, yeah. and i like to do it for a laugh mm-hmm. but then i then i cry myself to sleep because i realize i have the worst part of the mustache left or beard. Oh. yeah hey at least you got a mustache you know what'd be rough if you were losing your hair which and you couldn't grow a beard and you couldn't grow a beard exactly you should do one of those uh transplants pull them from your stash 
stick them up just on your forehead stick them up there um my that's like go-to joke with some makes mm-hmm. you know I'll be like oh you have such a thick beard i'll be like it migrated from the top of my head <laughs> and then if i know him really well i'll say you don't want to know where it's going next <laughs> so. yeah that's good well i feel like we're at a good point nothing too like, much uh, we don't have the highs we had a low we got back we to a high tale like of you... camaraderie and betrayal mm, classic classic mm-hmm. chill filtered mm-hmm. so let's uh let's go to break uh we'll go for a little walk we'll come on back and we'll talk oh, about man. four roses we'll the talk War about jim rutledge four. and we'll talk about uh the 40th anniversary bottle so uh here we go to break we'll be right back And we're back. We're back uh, again. We're back. Yeah, we we did Remember start recording probably record for a good time. four minutes that we were recording <laughs> without pressing the record button. Uh, but Robbie uh, picked up his little daughters at the bus stop. Is that right? The bus stop just down the block. Love it. Slurred right near the uh, the what's it called? The yeah, pool? yeah, the neighborhood pool. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Picked That's up, cool. Came off the bus. You're like, hey, you, you kids. Hey, guys, get off the, get off that darn bus. Dad's got to drink his whiskey. Yeah, get home <laughs> so I can drink with my friends. <laughs> yeah. But uh quick shout out before we get into history this week uh, to Brandon Hunt of Bourbon Charity. Not the Bourbon Charity, like the Ohio State University, but <laughs> Bourbon Charity. If you're not familiar with Bourbon Charity, I encourage you to check them out. Uh, they are raising 100% funds uh, for other charities, and they are not taking a cent themselves out of what is raised from these fundraisers. So check them out. Uh, great stuff they're doing. Their their most recent fundraiser that is actually going on as we speak and as we are being published this week uh, is for the Supporter Troops uh, fundraiser where they're supporting charities like Fisher House, Folds of Honor, uh, charities that really support veterans, troops, and their families. Uh, which I think is a great cause. So check them out, Bourbon Charity, bourboncharity.com. They also have a nice Instagram page where they're raising money. And I'll tell you this, I've been running the numbers for them. I'm kind of their data stats guy. And you have a good chance of winning uh, at least one of the prizes if you put in like a hundred bucks. So do that if you can, win some goodies, uh, tell tell your friends. And that's all I got. But thank you, Brandon. Uh, Brandon is, I don't know if I said this, Brandon gave the poor we're drinking today. Because uh, he's got a killer, a killer collection at home, and uh, he's a very generous man. So uh, shout out to Brandon Hunt. What a dude! What he is doing is legit and amazing. So uh, let's get into what we're drinking today. We are drinking Four Roses, 40th anniversary limited edition from Four Roses Distillery. This is not our first Four Roses product on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Our first episode with them was episode 38. Uh, where we drank a single barrel barrel strength OESQ bottle. Uh, then episode 102, we drank the small batch select. And episode 187 was OESF, single barrel barrel strength. And episode 208 uh, from uh, Brian Rapp, we were drinking the 2021 Four Roses small batch limited edition. Uh, so we're covered, we covered a lot. And I'm going to talk over basic details of the distillery. And then we're just going to talk about Jim Rutledge, who this bottle is honoring. Um, And let's talk about Four Roses Distillery. So the distillery is in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, uh, which I knew that it was in Lawrenceburg, but I actually didn't know where in Kentucky that was. And apparently it's about 30 minute drive south of Frankfurt. And for those who don't know, Frankfurt is pretty much right between Louisville on the east or on the west and uh, Lexington on the on the east, it's a suburb of Franck and beans. Yeah, exactly. Franck and Bush's baked beans. I think we just had a Bush's baked beans moment right there. I think it was, mm-hmm. but it could have been better. So we'll we'll aim for another one. <laughs> um, so one story, according to history, is that the brand slash distillery was started by a guy named Rufus Matthewson Rose, Rose, and his brother Origin rose mm. and each of them had a son so there were four roses uh, but according to the company that owns them which is kieran brewing which is a japanese brewing company uh the beginnings of four roses uh brand started with a guy named paul jones jr not Paul jones jr 
John Paul Jones Jr. Uh, in 1888, who may JPJ? have been, uh, yeah, JP or PJJ. Oh, um, Paul John, John, who? What's his name? Is it John Paul or Paul John? This guy's name is Paul Jones Jr. Oh, PJJ. So, okay. PJJ. Uh, yeah, the distillery um, used to be called the Old Prentice Distillery. And it was originally owned by J.T.S. Brown, brother of George Garden Brown, who was kind of the guy behind uh, Old Forester. And he was actually his half-brother. Um, J.T.S. Brown was his half-brother. So in 1943, Seagram's bought out the distillery and uh, actually started basically discontinuing the Four Roses brand in the 50s. Um, and then the brand actually was reintroduced as a straight bourbon in 1994. And let's talk about that transition a little bit. Let's talk about Jim Rutledge, uh, the previous master distiller of Four Roses. Now, Jim Rutledge started with Seagram's in 1966. That's a long time. That is. Um, oh, in, yeah. And that was in the apparently the Louisville Research and Development Plant that Seagram's had. And before becoming a master distiller in 1994, he was head of their industrial engineering and budgets department or whatever. Uh, and he was the driving force be- behind Four Roses being reintroduced as a brand, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And he he made it made sure it was like happening uh, and made sure that, you know, what Four Roses is today was really due to him. Anyway, he really brought credibility to the Four Roses brand again and eventually retired from Four Roses in 2015. Uh, And he handed off the reins to a great master distiller named Brent Elliott. Uh, He still makes whiskey, though, Jim. Uh, He's behind a few brands, including one with his name on it, and that's J.W. Rutledge Distillery, which he's I think he's building up his um, aging warehouses now, basically. Uh, But he had... A hand in things like Blue Run, the Blue Run uh, whiskey that we did. Uh, we run, mentioned run, that on the run, episode the Jim Rutledge was behind. And I think that's pretty cool. So anyway, that's what we're great. drinking today, there's a lot of notes on what we're actually drinking today, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, this bottle uh, was to celebrate Jim Rutledge's 40 years at that point at Four Roses. Technically, not with Four Roses per se, uh, but with the distillery that now calls itself Four Roses. Uh, because, like mentioned earlier, uh, the brand and you know the name came back in 1994 uh, after a long hiatus. So not only is this release rare and special, what we're drinking is actually a single barrel. Um, and there were, and I'll get to that in a moment. But it, from it's a, it was done in tw- 2007, uh, which was technically a little over 40 years. It's about 41, uh, but they were celebrating. So. Uh, so not to be confused with the small batch limited editions that we've uh, tried, but that also started coming out in 2016. This is a different limited edition. This is the 40th anniversary limited edition, specifically from Warehouse 55 is what we're drinking. Barrel 17-1A, and it's a cast strength at 104 proof. Uh, apparently, it is a OESO single barrel. Uh, meaning it is mash bill E and O yeast strain. Mash bill E is 75% corn, 20% rye, and 5% malted barley. And yeast strain O is known for its rich fruit notes. Uh, OESO in general are noted for, or by Four Roses on their website, as having rich fruit and vanilla notes. Yeah. Non-chill filtered. Hey, that's not hey. the name of the podcast. That's right. Um. Apparently, only a few barrels. I saw at least four, I think, online, uh, and there was only a hundred or one thousand four hundred and forty-two bottles released of this <clears throat> release, uh, which is very small, very small amount, mm-hmm. especially uh, for although, a distillery of that size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And there is no age statement, although we we pretty much know it's around thirteen and a half years. And if you do the math, that's right about uh, when Four Roses was restarted as a brand in 1994. So right about when, re- when it was restarted, they were setting aside those barrels for his 40th From anniversary. 1994. Yep. So this... Seattle Supersonics were still in Seattle. Yeah. And Charles Barkley was in Four Phoenix. years old. Nebraska 
was had just won champions. a national championship. Wow. And on their way to another. And um uh the Smashing Pumpkins just released uh Simon's Dream. Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh what is it? Uh Weezer, I think, released the blue album in ninety four. Ninety four or ninety five would be right there yeah. right in that ballpark. Uh-huh. And uh what's his name just killed himself? Um or potentially, depending on who you ask. Um uh Kurt Cobain was ninety four, right? I don't know, maybe. I think it was ninety four. Wasn't there a Woodstock ninety four or was that ninety four? There was a Woodstock ninety four. Mm-hmm. Which was amazing. I remember watching was- Yeah, no, that Kurt Cobain had killed himself that year because I remember watching it that 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 summer. Dude, you're old. And then happened. Okay. Wait, you were like 14. Or no, the you were 13. Offspring, the Offspring had released Smash? one album. Smash, yeah. Dude, Smash. I listened to that through the other day. Great album. You know, it's too bad they went the direction they went in their careers I later agree. on. Because it was, it was like, I get that it. That was d- so good. Smash was like an cr- incredible album. And it did go a different direction. Yeah. Almost yeah, like sure. a sellout. But I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say well, it. Well, here's, here's what they did. 90, in like, what was it? It was 90, 1998. And they released mm-hmm. that pretty fly for a while. And I think they were like, dude, I think Changed. I guarantee, almost guarantee it was like, we have to have another record for some contractual reason so let's just make let's kind of sell out on it mm-hmm. raise some money but sell out in a way that's not really selling out yeah yeah and we they know what we're like doing fully sell yeah. out like they yeah but i'll tell you what uh self-esteem uh gonna or gotta get away the whole album uh, every song i could uh, uh what is it Nights it's time Nit- to relax nitrous what is it and you know what that means yeah a glass of wine, your favorite easy chair, and of course, this compact disc on your home stereo. Mm-hmm. So go on, sit back, relax, indulge yourself, and listen to these soothing sounds. I remember that, I love that. very vividly. Yeah, I mean, but you know honestly, what? You know what? Great I, album. I got okay. Speaking of selling yeah. out, you know what else sold out? What's that? Pretty sure every bottle of this Four Roses 40th yeah. anniversary box. Speaking of which, release. yeah. So anyway, wow. Um, uh, so 1994 total wine price uh in 20 this uh, i think i mentioned this it was released yeah in 2013 seven um so this is 15 years old that it was bottled uh and this i was still in high school when this was bottled uh so i saw that some people bought it for around 50 to 80 range um but I seen it go as high as fifteen hundred on the secondary at this moment because that's a that's it's a special edition and there's only fourteen forty two bottles. So let's drink this uh, fourteen forty two. Yeah, the year that Columbus had Jonah yes, swam the ocean blue. Yeah, <laughs> we both went to ocean blue after that. Mm-hmm. That's that's some synchronicity there. Yep. I don't have a Glencairn handy, so you know what? Well, I'll talk about the color while you go. Get I'm not going to worry. No, dude, I'm not going to worry about it. Um, in 2000, in two, you think woo. in 2007 I would have owned a Glencairn? No, I did not. So I'm going to drink yeah. 2007 version, and I'm drinking out of a red solo cup. So there you go. Fill me up. Um, hmm. I have a good feeling about this one. I saw some good notes. I didn't read into them too much, but I saw some good. Like people were like, it was good. Okay, so here's the problem. I came home straight from work. Mm-hmm. I wear Chuck Taylors at work because that's uh-huh. I, I just wear Chuck Taylors pretty much all the time. That's my go-to. Yeah. Chuck Taylor's are can get you a little swampy. Mm-hmm. I got some foot. I got some foot odor here. Uh, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping to point your feet away from this whiskey. Point your feet away from the mic. Mm-hmm. From the mic. <laughs> don't want to. Don't want to give any bad vibes to anybody. So safe to say, no one else is drinking this with us. Mm-hmm. Probably not. One, one of those few people that was like, you know, I wonder if there's anything to find. I'm going to pull out that bottle. It's in the future. Yeah. Ooh, I love your your Stoltzy or whatever glasses. The ones I yeah. got. Yeah. yeah, you betcha. Those are great whiskey sour cup or glasses. They are. Mara did mm-hmm. Mara unloaded the dishwasher after our last party and just put them all on my desk. So this is what was handy. Nice. Because these are these are a great party glass for like making cocktails. So I it's it's hard for me to stop buying. Oh, Ooh, another ooh, piece. Of uh, yeah, it's hard for me to stop buying nice glasses of for whiskey. And even I bought some nice wine glasses the other day that were specifically like burgundy style glasses. Yeah. And I haven't sipped from them yet, but they look really fancy. And um, so I told you I broke one of my Glencairn, I mean, my Waterfords the other day. Yeah. Like a month or two ago. I found it online. Like, a, a, a and it took me like months to search ebay and etsy for the exact same style i 
found one. It was like 65 bucks, but I'm like, I'm getting it because it's better to have two of these than have one. So um, I was very excited to see that. That is, that is nice, but you could have just had the one be the chosen one. And that's the one. No, you gotta, you gotta have two. I don't yeah. know. There's just something about it. Nose wise, this is pretty light. It's light, but it's also, um, it's got, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it's got a little funk to it. It's okay. So bottle. it's not just my feet, not just my yeah. feet. I, feet I aim my feet from the mic, but it's not a bad funk. Like it's just, uh, it, I, I want to just say it's a little musty cause it's old. Um, but I might be wrong, but yeah, little, it's kind of light. Yeah, if not funk, maybe a little vanilla to it. A little. But there is vanilla. Yeah, There's a slight mm-hmm. vanilla, but it's and then also just like a light. It's just a really light bourbony smell. Yeah, especially for a 104 proof. Yeah, 104 proof. Mm-hmm. It's, it's lighter than you'd expect. So uh, you just took a sip. I'm gonna go for one. You know, viscosity wise, it's really light too. Like this is going down like it could be water water with a hint of bourbon to it right yeah like it's viscosity wise yeah, yeah. flavor wise um initial sip it's not robust it's kind of chill it is uh-huh how do what the toilet it got plugged okay hey leave it <laughs> b-roll right here leave the toilet yeah. alone close the lid use the toilets upstairs i'll fix it when we get done <laughs> and let it be known on the interwebs or on the in the nationwide that someone clogged a toilet i'll tell you who it was moose pooped yeah. in the house today when we were gone and every time i pick a moose poop up and put it in the toilet it clogs man it was moose oh that dog it was the dirty dog all right dirty dog all right gosh dang it sorry i'm like no, no no and she's like it's an emergency it's not an emergency not yeah there's plenty we, other we clog i clog a toilet every every 15 minutes around here mm-hmm. should back we pick back up or should we just roll are we ro- let's just roll with let's it. sorry roll. folks you yeah, know what? There's, a, there's a little candid inside yeah now you know what it's like to live in the dead you know some house. some podcasts would put that as special content mm-hmm. you know you sign up for our billion dollar patreon tier and you can listen we to share it. talk about with toilets every man with any man who's got a podcast platform can't find an any man <laughs> the dog did poop the man did flush he clogged the toilet man <laughs> anyway i um, i got into pearl jam while i was in boise the first time i like bought the 10 album and um really like dug into their stuff I when i was first always in boise. liked pearl jam mm-hmm. and then i had some roommates in college that played it non-stop Too much. and killed mm-hmm. it for me yeah, and then I revisited it, and now I think back fondly of those days where they killed it. I'm like, I, I miss those guys. Nick so, and Quinn, love um, them. Shout out to Nick and Quinn. Yeah, Heather really likes Pearl Jam. Like, I was like, she, I asked her, like, what's a song you would love if, like, you had a lot of skill to sing? Uh, what would you want to cover? And she said, "Daughter" by Pearl Jam. Gotcha. That's kind of cool. I saw them in Seattle. I can't remember who opened for. Oh gosh, I can't remember the name. Classic Seattle band, Screaming Trees. Screaming Trees nice. opened for him, and uh, I was like in like the furthest away nosebleed seat at the old Key Arena, mm-hmm. and uh, could still tell Mike McCready. That was, but that was like two thousand four. Mm-hmm. So it was a long. That was a while R.I.P. Ago. Mike McCready. That was befo- that was before this whiskey was bottled that we're drinking. Yeah. No, Mike McCready is still alive. Wait, who's the guy? The Screaming Trees guy. Oh, I don't know about Screaming Trees. I'm talking oh. Mike, Mike McCready's from Pearl Jam. Oh, he's that's a, right. He's a lead guitarist. No, the Screaming Trees guy died. Did he? I think. Yeah. Recently, like this year, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. So I'm not anyway, blown away by this. No. I'm blown away by the fact that it's hard to get rare and yeah. I, I am lucky enough I'm to drink. Down. But if you like, hand this just like a standard. I would, well, I wouldn't say I prefer it to like their standard. I would say I would prefer uh, Four Roses single barrel to this. I would prefer their small batch or select. Even to this. small batch select, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. This so is, but there's a there's a part where it just drops flat. Hmm. It's got a sweetness. It's got some oak, but then it just like dies. Okay, so which, nose is opened up a little bit more, and I get okay. it's kind of butterscotchy. I can get behind a little bit of butterscotch, especially on the finish for me. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I, it's kind of just kind of just dying a little bit, which it's... I don't love about it. There's nothing, yeah, nothing great about it, mm-hmm. it's, uh, other than you know the story, yeah. where it's at, the age or whatever. But two turntables and a microphone. That's where it's at. There's a little destination. Well, there's a destination. A little up the road from a habitation. The habitation. Towns, you know, or something. Place we saw. The lights, the down lights low. turn. To get fresh Jake jazz. Saw jazz get fresh the, flow. There we go. Turning out. Turning out dimes, rhyme. jamboree handouts, two, two turntables, turn, and a microphone. So Bottles on, and cans. Just drop your, or clap your hands. Just clap your hands. Where, where it's, it's at. Where it's at. This is the worst recording you ever heard. No. What's going on? People love us. We've lost that. control of the nah. chill filtered podcast. Well, we've had a lot of '90s references today, so we have. Yeah, that was Odelay, I believe. Oh my goodness! This uh-huh. is a hub of what whiskey? Uh-huh. It takes you back to the '90s. Yeah, that's true. It was distilled oh, in the '90s. Oh my goodness! It's just what it is. Hub of what? Oh my gosh! I can't wait to get married. Well, so, I am married. What's going yeah. on here? <laughs> so uh really i think a better nose with some water in it after a little swirly poo <sighs> i don't know you know i'm not you know after a little my second round of sniffing was better than this mm. with the neat i don't know it's still kind of that died for me and i can't imagine the water is going to make it any better because it's our well maybe because it's a little bit higher proof maybe it brings it down a little bit and makes it better but i can't imagine it's going to be better than neat I'll tell you one thing about this one. When I opened it with um, Brandon, the cork t- like fell apart, and we straightened it out. It was, it was like Thanos snapped his fingers and just yeah, it just yep. faded into Ooh. non-existence. I don't know if I like it better with ice, um, water. I, think I do. Is. You do. I like it a little better with the water. It's I get a got, little bit of bitterness. You know, it it kind of does what you know when water does is it'll make the heat show up a little bit right mm-hmm. and so the heat showed up so i'm getting something from it yeah right um this is like neat was like you're you're watching er and it's boop 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 or you're watching yeah, 24 and it's like doot, doot, yeah it's commercial break doot, but then guess what doot. the commercial break doesn't come back wrong it's just boop. yeah a little flat line and then all of a sudden i added a watch and it was like boop I was like, "Whoa, yeah. what was that?" It was hot again. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but the, but I mean, if you're if that's the best thing about a whiskey, where you're like, "Oh, it got hot for a second. Yeah, yeah. then it's you know, it's. I'm not gonna say it's bad. It's just nothing special so far. Yeah, I can tell you one thing. Maybe when I poured it, I wish it would have been a little bit taller. Wish I was a baller. I wish it was hey. a rabbit with a hat. Oh, wait. Was that a 90s reference? Is it? Oh, yeah. It is Skilo, man. Okay. That came wish out I had a girl the same time. who looked good, I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a 6'4 Impala. Um, that's about the same time as uh, Dangerous Minds came out with Michelle Puffer. Puffer. <laughs> right? That white and, gold. And like Skilo was kind of cashing in commercially on the. Uh, What's his name that sing? We spend most of our lives living in the gangster oh, paradise. Um, Coolio. Coolio. He was kind of cashing in on that Coolio thing. Yeah. Like he may have had it first, but like record companies, like you're kind of like Coolio in a way. Uh, so this is what <laughs> I thought funny. back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, good times those 90s. Man. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I. One thing I miss about the nineties is I'm going to sound very geriatric millennial here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss with like when MTV had music videos. Like I I can remember as a kid just and I guess YouTube you, you do you, those these kids with their YouTubes like they can do that now mm-hmm. and just watch whatever they want. But I just remember like I got stuck watching stuff like I I don't know how many times I got stuck watching Cheryl Crow's I'm going to soak up the sun because I was like can can it please be a song I like after this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, like you oh, can... you like Cheryl Crow. No. <laughs> yeah. Um No, I don't like Cheryl Crow. No. But have you watched the new uh, not newer, it's new-ish uh Netflix documentary on the Woodstock 99? 
Uh, I watched a uh, synopsis of it actually on uh, Watch Mojo, and it was it's pretty interesting. There's also a podcast that I was listening to a couple years ago called mm-hmm. Woodstock '99, and they went through every pay per view episode uh-huh. of every With artist. like uh, uh, what's the band? Um, uh, Limp Biscuit <laughs> and like potentially like Sorry, them like really ruining everything and yeah. But Cheryl Crow was actually pretty cool on it. She was oh, kinda, she was in that. She was, they didn't she was one her. of the first acts. Nice. She was kind of like people were like, it was like the gauge for the misogyny and the attacks and the sexualization mm-hmm. of the whole thing. That yeah. she was like, she kind of she like had a good uh, rapport with the crowd back and forth. It was like nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. She's kind of knock it off. Um, I one of your favorite. What what is like one of the greatest things of the '90s? Not for you, but for the world. Greatest thing from the nineties for the world, uh, Y two K. We were okay. all so scared. The end of we the nineties. So scared. No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Greatest thing of the nineties, like, you know, you talked about Smash. Like, what would Man. be like one of those rock, like not even just rock, but like just, uh, in just something that changed the world. You know what? I think nineties. Couple of things. First, mm-hmm. I want to say just the idea of grunge rock. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It got totally. back to the more punk route, and mm-hmm. I without grunge, I don't think I ever would have fallen in love with a lot of punk bands. Nice. And, I think, and also, just kind of changed the direction of music in general. The second thing I think it was mm-hmm. bigger than '90s was the whole Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky thing, yeah, because I big. feel like that really changed political discourse People probably for trust. the worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the worse, right? Like yeah. that's kind of the air. Like the era we live in politics now. No one would, trusts that is would be like is tame like I don't know it would be like outrageous in the oh 90s. yeah oh my and, like, goodness I think it would the be Monica rocking thing, like, the really headlines just yeah. screwed everything up for everybody for the worse yeah thanks Bill hey future presidents that are listening to the Chill Filter podcast yep we know you're out just there. keep it behind Women. closed doors and keep cell phones out of the way yep because Wait, you know what you're well, I'm just saying like. <laughs> I don't want scandal. I just like, like previous to that, it was like scandal was just kind of hidden. Right. Yeah. Like, I no doubt previous presidents are doing awful stuff because yeah. you know what? People like to abuse their power. Speaking of which you Patreon listeners listen right now. I can't wait. To, no. Um, um, but, speaking <laughs> of no doubt, uh, tragic kingdom was a great moment of the 1996. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. And I'm going to also uh, mention 1996. Cause I honestly think, that melancholy and the infinite sadness was one of the greatest rock moments of the Dude, 1990s. That was a double wide, double wide disc. CD, or it was a double yeah. CD. Um, yeah, it was crazy. It was huge, huge. But you know what? Siamese Dream, great is my album. Favorite. Siamese really? Dream, I love Siamese Dream. Have you listened to the whole album? Siamese Dream. Sure, you have. Yeah, from front to back, like probably. Space Boy, man. Oh. Like in the arms of sleep. Or no, See, that, I don't. I don't remember the names of it because I, I was might just have actually been in the arms of sleep. Might have been melancholy. I think it was Siamese Dream, though. But yeah, Space Boy, uh, Disarm. Disarm is great, dude. The whole album is just yeah. phenomenal. Both albums, and like to... that's the thing for me is like I sure I was four and six when Siamese Dream and Melancholy and Infinite Sadness came out. But let me tell you this. Looking back at that time, normally you don't expect someone to outdo a fantastic album like Siamese Dream. But for me, I think Melancholy blew it out of the water. Who who produced Melancholy? Uh, I think that was a Rick Rubin. Was it Rick Rubin? It might have Butch, been. I Butch Vig. I think no, Butch, Butch Vig. Vig was on it. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a Butch Vig. Did book. he do Siamese Dream too? I think he definitely did. I think Siamese he did Siamese Dream. Dream. Because my my personal thoughts is that uh, melancholy was melancholy was a little more overproduced and cashing in on the like the commercial success. And I Uh feel like had they kind of stayed with like the Siamese Dream, like if they never would have gotten big, I would have loved to seen what they would have come out with after that. Mm -hmm. That being said, still great stuff. Yeah, but so. What? Oh, um, so yeah, Butch Vig was not on Melancholy. It was Billy Corgan produced it with Flood and Alan Mulder. Apparently. That says enough right there. Butch Vig was Siamese though, right? 
Yeah, he was. He definitely was. Okay. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem. That's mm-hmm. the problem. That's yeah. the beginning, the impetus of Billy Corgan being Billy Corgan. No, I believe it actually. Because yeah. he changed after that a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like the whole zero shirt and he shaved his head stuff, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it is when he, he shaved his head, yeah. And he should have been married to my wife. And she would have been like, don't shave your head. Yeah. All right. So, folks, listen. Anyway, this, we, this we're, ice, we have to drink our ice pour. I already started. It's it's it, I, it's okay. This is what happens when you drink a subpar whiskey. Only subpar in the sense of... I think this is the best pour. I think so, too. Okay. But this is what happens when the whiskey ain't that or we started with an entry buzz and we had time where I took a walk for the entry buzz to enter our system. And now mm-hmm. we're just two good homies with a microphone. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's where mm-hmm. it's at. We buzzed uh, up. What are some notes you get off of the ice pour? Because I'm getting a lot more sweetness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oak is there, but it's faded into the sweetness. Um I'm I'm more oak than sweet, mm-hmm. but it's a little more oaky. Um, you know, when you're you're reading your history and stuff, like you mentioned, like vanilla, and I was like, oh crud, I'm not gonna like this because it's gonna be overly vanilla. Uh, vanilla is, I would say, it's oaky vanilla with an overall sweetness, mm-hmm. but it's the I think the vanilla for me is right on the cusp where I'm like, if it was a little more vanilla, if I couldn't get other notes besides that, mm. I'm out. Yeah, but yeah. I am a little underwhelmed. Subadoma. But I'll tell you what, it's cool to drink a Sub-a-dum. bottle that's 15 years old and was distilled when I was yeah, four years old. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, are you ready for some ratings? I'm ready. I am ready. Give me give me like a hot moment. Okay, I'll go first. Um, yeah. If I, I rate it. this bottle on what it is, the history behind it, the times when it was distilled the times when it was bottled the amount of barrels yeah. i do that this is a solid 10 it'd be a first if it was just based on that it'd be a solid 10 for me or yeah. 9.999999 right because mm-hmm. you don't want to give away the 10 you don't always give away the 10. you don't want to give away that being said for what it actually is i'm gonna go 6.1 nice it just falls flat it's it's, it's okay it's okay if the you know and that's the thing is like i would prefer pretty much any standard bottle before this because at least you get a little bit of kick of alcohol you feel like you're drinking like whoa whoa, whoa, put a little hair on your chest right like this i'm like i i I would this is baby this is uh my first sony no this is my first baby's first whiskey like don't give your children whiskey it's not good no but just saying yeah if this was 1940s when seagram's no 53 maybe that happened when seagram's bought I don't know. Don't quote me on the date. Cole's looking now like it matters. <laughs> 43. 43. Yeah, 40. I bet, no. I bet in 43 you could get away with giving your kid whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Just rub it on the gums. I am also going on the low end, at least for a, you know, I didn't not enjoy this, but I didn't really like enjoy this. Like it wasn't bad, but it didn't do much for me. So I'm going to give it a 7.2. And that's kind of what I had. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's not bad. I feel like when I get in the six range, it's starting to get bad. This isn't bad. It's just okay. nothing special to me. See, to me, a six range is like, it's, 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 it's eight. above bad. Five's bad. Okay. Right. At least that's, mm-hmm. and, and if you are someone who's listening sequentially through these and I mm-hmm. misquoted myself just now, I uh, maybe not, but I think like five's kind of where it's like, I think sub six uh-huh. is where it's it's bad. bad. Yeah, that's why yeah. I gave it six point one because it's just above. Mm-hmm. Totally. I really like honestly, like you're just one bitter or weird note away yeah. on this to be like well, I don't want it at all. And it very well might be that it's a 15 year old bottle that it's not that. Now great. that you know, being might have said, a little bit with that, that dusty that. that we had earlier this year that you got from your buddy. True, I did not like whiskey. it. Yeah, I did, but like I loved it. it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just don't like old dusties. Yeah. So whatevs. So I got a 7.2, you got a 6.1? Yep. There we go. Sounds good. Why don't we move over to our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. And we're back. Part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. And you know what? We didn't write it. We're just going to read it. 
And I here hate to do it. it, but we're going to get to the little dead low downer here. Uh, I uh, hate to say this, but this title of this article comes from Whiskey Raiders. It's written by Madison Copta. So how many calories are in the whiskey? The answer worry about it. may surprise you. Is that clickbait? I don't know. Here we clickbait. go. When it comes to counting calories, most of us know that alcohol isn't always the best option. Cutting out beer, for example, is often a key to weight loss. But what about whiskey? How many calories does whiskey have? Is it bad for you as, as bad for you as other types of alcohol? <laughs> well, whiskey does have calories. It's not as bad for you as other types of alcohol. In fact, whiskey has fewer calories per serving than beer and even wine. Amen. When it comes to calorie counting, whiskey is actually one of the better options. In fact, it's healthy for you, and you will be better looking if... No, that's not. Yeah. How many calories are whiskey? Spirits are often associated with high-calorie counts and adverse health effects, but this is primarily due to the mixtures that sometimes accompany them. In reality, whiskey consumed without additional mixtures will have minuscule amounts of carbs and zero fat or protein. After distillation and filtration, alcohol is all that's left, along with water and the con- congeners. Do you know Congeners? I don't know. Congeners, which give whiskey its aroma and taste. Most of the calories in the whiskey come from alcohol content. Thus, the calories increase with the strength of the bottle, depending on its Mm. ABV. Well, the average 1.5 glass ounce glass of whiskey is around 105 calories. Not every whiskey is the same. For instance, 140 proof whiskey will have considerably more calories than 80 proof bottling. Makes so sense. in general, stronger whiskeys will have more calories. However, regardless of all the proof, all whiskeys contain a fairly low number of calories per ounce. So it is ultimately up to the individual to decide how many calories they want to consume. At the end of the day, whiskey is a solid choice. If you're looking to reduce your caloric intake, just be sure to drink whiskey responsibly in moderation. As always, consult with your doctor before making any changes to your diet or whiskey alcohol Save. consumption. Cool. Did I just blow your mind with all you my did. whiskey facts? And it reminded me that I'm starting my diet on Monday. I on am, Monday. I'm pretty much on a high score, and I just got to get back into it. So kill it, Cole. Yeah, I am down trending right now. I'm trending down. Trending down, nice. I'm trending down. Yep. You look good. I no, I don't look good. You feel I good. I feel really good right now, man. That entry buzz <laughs> did, did yeah, wonders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you entry buzz on? Uh, I I uh, just finished up my ten cup. Nice. The whole ten. bottle? Nice. Yeah, it's one whole bottle. Much, not a half bottle left. <laughs> no, yeah. I just I had had uh, probably an ounce and a half to two. Well, maybe two ounces of it. Wait, but two. how much is left of your bottle? My bottle's gone now. Oh, that's what you I, said. Yeah. I finished it. Yeah. That's good. Good a, for you. Good for We had friends cup, over. Ten. It was low when we recorded it, so that's what I did. But nice. No, that's good. Yeah. What do you think? No, I've been I you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like uh, the problem with calories and whiskey is, a, sometimes it goes down way too easy. Yeah, that's a problem. I think the biggest problem with calories and whiskey is it's a gateway drug to Skittles. To Skittles, yeah. It lowers sure. your. You want to avoid the like, Skittles. Yeah. You're like, no, I can have handful after handful of Skittles because I just mm-hmm. drank whiskey and that. Yep, and that's the problem. Then you just like pretty soon you're, like you're butt down chugging your Skittles. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we went different directions there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So no, I don't know. I just, I just thought that was some a whiskey world news type thing that we never talked about. So that's why I picked. I like that. No, that's like great. It. That's good. Yeah. No, I really actually did like that, and it reminds me of my buy it, diet starting Monday. So, um, <laughs> buy it starting Monday. Um, let's move over to our next segment of the show that we like to call "What Whiskey Would You Choose?" Let's go over last week's results. I Holy think we had some moly. great results last week. We got a lot of good. And I it's feel amazing. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's that's maybe a direction we should go more often. Yes, that's why we're doing it this week. Yeah. No, we're not doing the same thing. We're, Cole, don't no, we're doing something hand, separate, man. but close. Yeah. Leave a little to the imagination. Who yeah. knows what's coming up next? Uh, Nothing. No, last, <laughs> last week we uh, or last yeah last week I was thinking mm-hmm. last year last week we said what's the best bourbon you've had this month? So there's some qualifiers like we like you're listening to the podcast you drink. A lot of whiskey, various amounts here and there, various Copious bottles. amounts there here. Um, there. But we said, and uh, Cole said the best whiskey he had last month was Bowman Cast Strength, A Smith Bowman Cast Strength. I just said Bland's, and you did win seventy five percent to twenty percent. One nice. of our biggest turnouts on it. So there yeah, you go. Seriously, um, great write-ins. Brian Rapp, uh, Elijah Craig, Barrel Proof, Trevor Store Pick. Hey nice. Trevor, Store shout pick. out to Trev. Hey Trev. Trev. 
Uh, Miles Ferguson killed the 518, said E.H. Taylor single barrel finally opened it after snagging one in Virginia. Yeah, he got a Ben nice Klepsig, our Madtown marketer, went with E.H. Taylor small batch as well. No, he went small batch. Oh, Miles got a single barrel. I just got a yeah, single barrel. That's right. Nice. Joel M09, uh, new Wild Turkey 12 year 101. Joel, I seen that. It's good to hear is from that, you. Is that tricky to get? Wait, Wild Turkey, what? Wild Turkey 12 Year 101. I've never even heard of that. It might be a Tasmania thing only. Okay. Uh, Good our for you, newest Joel. Patreon supporter, we love you, Joel. Yeah. DJ Rockefeller 1981. Ew. David Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Elmer T. Lee. Nice. Uh, the Bourbon Badger, Caleb Olson himself. Yeah, what a baller. Give me a freaking moment. OG. He gets a few flicks. <laughs> Cole was. If you're watching YouTube, you can see how Cole was struggling to flick that thing there. Yeah. Uh, he went with the new Or the Waterford. Balboa. There ride. we go. Oh, there it was much better. So, Balboa yeah. ride. Does that count as a bourbon? I don't know. No, but okay. I'll give it to Caleb. He allow, Caleb, allow Caleb can do what he's wanting. Carte blanche. Yeah. There you what go. What a freaking baller. He can do whatever he wants. Bro, Taskanaskanuska, our Canadian turtle friend. Canadian Redwood turtle. Empire pipe dream tastes like nice. the only Redwood bourbon should taste like. And I think that's nice. like a good description of. A good bourbon. Send us some Broesca Tusquenosa, sir. Yeah. Help your brothers out. Help some brothers out. The American brothers out. B underscore side. New Mm -hmm. Riff single barrel. Also the only bourbon he's had this month. So that's an easy one. Good for you, Bryce. Uh, See, Embellished Pod, John, John. Oliver, Voldemort, Hughes. How can I answer this? The month isn't over. And I messaged him back and he didn't respond. But I said... Whatever's best so far, John. John, you're not getting a baller flick today. Maybe next week. <laughs> you're not getting the old flick to the baller. <laughs> um, <laughs> our friend Dramon, this is dang near impossible to choose considering yeah. everything that was at Pours in the Park. Oh, what a what a great week to decide what you had a yeah. best bourbon. For Strictly so. Bourbon, it was either Joseph Magnus Cigar Blend Batch 92. Nice. The only bottle of it. Or... The Mare Pingree 15 year nice. blue label known as Caroline, Caroline which I want to say is Coraline. Hey, and then, of course, Connor from Who's Instagram, Bourbon with Friends, Connor Gilbert. Melicorn. Melicorn. Classic. Classic, Classic. not bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Love cool. It. This week, what are we talking about? What's our so, whiskey we would choose? So, great, great responses this week, and we really appreciate it, everyone. But I want to hear, similarly, what is the best rye you've had in the last month? So Robbie is looking through his uh, collection right now, looking, what did I drink over the last month in terms of rye? But I know my answer. I know my uh, answer. I was earlier, at least 30 days ago, I okay. had um, Barrel Seagrass, 16-year, uh, nice. gray label, great rye. So I'm going to go with that. That's my best rye I've had in the last month, great rye. I'm going to go with High West Rendezvous Rye. Ooh, it might be one of choice. my new favorite. It's my favorite American rye right now. And when you put ice in it, it gets thicker in your mouth. It gets thicker in your mouth. When you, when you, when you put it in your mouth, it gets thicker. Mm-hmm. It tastes like french fried potatoes. See, <laughs> Adam went with Sam Elliott. I go with Sling Blade. <laughs> when you put it in your mouth, it gets thicker. So we First haven't topic. even mentioned, we haven't, Robbie and I haven't, we haven't talked even talked. That's why I was trying to run week. over there real quick. What are we going to drink next week, Cole? So I'm feeling, let me, let me look through my, um, Cole's got a feeling. Uh, I have my, see right there. Drink. I got uh-huh. a feeling tonight's going to be a good night. That's where the 90s went to after that. Yeah. The That's black why the IPs. 90s are so much better. Yeah. That's why the black IPs. Although I do so. like the black IPs. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Totally. totally. I, I mean, like, I have no problem. Busting to move on the dance floor to the black so Yankees. in two weeks I want to be able to drink Russell's thirteen, but I haven't couriered you the Russell's thirteen I got from okay. um, Andrew Loudon yet. Well, that'll do so. as well next week when we record, Cole. So thanks for bringing that up now. What about uh, <laughs> a scotch? What if we went between Dalmore eighteen and Amroot Fusion? Amroot Fusion for the Ooh, record. If anyone two, calls me out, it's yes. not a scotch though, but they're both single malts. And they're both classy. I have been dying to drink both of them. So that sounds nice. perfect. So Downward 18 versus Amrit Fusion this week. Perfect. 
single perfect, malt perfect, perfect. with some peat. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Dalmore doesn't have peat. What am I saying? I don't even know what I was saying. Is it peated? Dalmore is not. No, peated. Dalmore is not peated. But uh, is. fusion is. Yeah. 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 It's got okay. Some, All right. Yeah. So keep an eye I out. I just agree week. to everything you say. Nah, that's all good. I think there should Keep be a super cut of every time Cole says something that he you know, like totally, 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 totally. Yeah, no, there could be a long super cut of me agreeing to everything you say, and you're like, oh, wait, no, that wasn't right. I'm, I'm like, gonna, oh, I'm gonna yeah, that's not right. Uh, Bryce Marita on that. If you ever want to put together like a uh, every time Robbie's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah totally, and no, I got no. it wrong, you know. Oh like, yeah, 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 and I agree to that too. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know, Cole. Actually, yeah. here's what you need to do: mm-hmm. some episode. Say something, and I'll just probably agree to it that you yeah. know is wrong, and then like, correct yourself, and then I go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and then like correct yourself or again. Is scotch, <laughs> but scotch is not whiskey. No, I love rectangles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quadrilaterals, man, and squares. So, I hope that our listeners had a good time and can keep an eye out this week for uh, the what whiskey would you choose as well as the two-pick Tuesday, because I am very intrigued what people choose between uh, Amroot Fusion and Downward 18. And Cole, I hope your wife says, Colsif, shave that head, brother. You got a beautiful shaped head. Hev, head. And I hope that you never call my wife Hev again. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But most of all, listeners, I hope Guar still does not attack you with urine feces, but more... Less importantly than that. Less importantly. I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. You're both idiots. Sweet. Tale of camaraderie and betrayal. Mm, Classic. Classic Mm -hmm. chill filtered. Mm Mm-hmm.